are listening to a no-show radio production. Mind your ears while we unpack the unusual. They say the gods made us in their image. We think of this as a blessing. We think of ourselves as mighty and just, a mirror of the splendor we see in them. Not once do we consider the evils we inherited from them too. Welcome listeners to the Facades of Gods. With me tonight, I have... I'm Alex, and I play Giselle McNamara, formerly Harris, formerly Pascal. My name is Bianca Zelda, and I will be playing Jada Jacques. My name is Ethan Schaff, and I'm performing as Clarence Bertram. And I am Kyle, your master of fate tonight. Now, where were we? Oh, that's right. We were being led further into the building, where we came upon a crew with numbers on their faces. Their leader, Jack, and them, I guess, were disappointed that Kaido could not deliver the package himself personally. See, they apparently needed an offering from him, his hand. But don't worry, apparently he can regenerate. At this point, I don't even, I'm not even surprised. But in order for us to be able to leave and keep our limbs intact, we made a deal to play courier once more and deliver another package to the station manager. I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, it seems harmless. It's only a piece of plastic the size of my thumb, so how dangerous could it be if it keeps us safe? But of course, before we could leave, Jada had to stick her nose in other people's business and barges into another room where a woman is weeping at a painting. She seemed happy, but it almost looks like the energy of her person is drifting into the painting. It's just strange. Okay. So, uh, Jada just decided, hey, I'm, I'm just going to bust down one of these doors and see what's going on behind it. She wants to know what the hell's going on. How dare the detective be curious. And if I recall, there was uh, crying behind the door. There was Mega. a woman in a chair uh, looking at a painting. Mm-hmm. Um, and was it a painting of a man in a blue jumpsuit? No, no, no. There was a man in a blue, like, uh, clad head to toe in blue. Like, there was cloth over his face, whole like his whole body. And he was standing next to her. Creepy. <laughs> and she was she was crying, but not like sorrowfully so. It it was from what you could gather, more of like a happy cry. Sounds fake, right? That, that's why I'm having trouble trying to express that. I, I'm unfamiliar Emotions. with this. Doesn't doesn't really uh, connect. Doesn't compute. I wrote the words soft energy, and I kind of like that as a descriptor. Uh, <laughs> Is that your new aesthetic? <laughs> yeah. Soft energy. 
<laughs> soft energy. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Um, so the the other thing that you all... It wasn't just seeing it, it was feeling it too, was there was this movement of energy between the woman and the painting, and it it was this... It, it looked like particulate... Uh, that's caught in a sunbeam, but it's moving in a certain direction. It's moving from her to the painting. I would like to step into the room and kind of like hesitantly reach towards them without obviously touching them. Uh, excuse me, is everybody in here okay? The figure clad head to toe. Uh, so she's sitting in a chair and the figure who is essentially has has her between you two he steps behind her making making very sure to go around this wave of energy that's coming off of her and sort of cuts you off before you can get too close i'm sorry you need to leave if you want to make an appointment you can do so at the front desk but this woman is paying her dues and she shall not be interrupted. What is this room? What's happening? Please, step outside. Again, you can go to the front desk. It's just down the hall. They can explain things to you there. But this is a very private matter. And he's... This, this figure is now pushing you all towards the door, uh, ushering you out. And before you know it, you're, you all are back in the hallway. He hasn't closed, the, the figure hasn't closed the doorway yet, um, but they're standing at the threshold. And they look, quote unquote, side to side. Uh, and the hallway seems clear. And there's just one gesture that the figure makes with a, a finger and just pointing down the hallway. It's that way. Again, if you wish to pay dues, you may make an appointment. And then he... He doesn't slam the door, but he closes it pretty forcefully. Well. Yeah. Not what I expected. Have you ever crashed a funeral before? I imagine that's what it's like. Yeah, I, I, I haven't. It really wasn't quite like that. Um... You so crashed Jada has a crashed funeral? A funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was there to catch somebody. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Rest someone Tossed at a everything funeral. Out of, into chaos. How was it the was food, though? I didn't stay for the food. I was. If you're gonna you know, crash to a party, apprehend. you stay for the spread, Jada. Couldn't tell you about it. Anyways, we let's head in that direction. Uh, you are making your way down the hallway. You see the the turn. Uh that you made before where there was that sort of open ballroom area. Um, but since this is just a long corridor, uh, you can actually see another set of double doors at the end. And it's pretty ornate uh, compared to the rest of the hallway. Uh, the There's this uh, gold-plated wood carving that goes around the set of double doors. And... It just looks very welcoming. Uh, you don't see much beyond it because the doors are solid. There's no like glass panes or anything. 
but the doors themselves seem to resemble the same doors as these these rooms. The doors themselves are very plain. It's the threshold that's very ornate. Why are we wasting our time? We have at least three things to be doing. Most important of which is shopping. We have to kill somebody and we have to deliver, or wait, no, we delivered the package. So we only have two things to do. Let's hurry up and maybe we can find something better to do, like shopping. Just look at the door, look at him. Can I invoke his curious as a cat? <laughs> yeah, he certainly can. <laughs> I need somebody else on my side here. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you can use it perfectly just because, you know, there's a lot of weird stuff going on here. I so. think it's going to be the thing that gets invoked the most, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was going to say, is like, well, you did invoke it for me to go inside or find a way into the building. So now she's invoking us to stay here. <laughs> it just fits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and how... Out of curiosity, how many fate points do you have at this point? <laughs> Still just soaking in them. No, I'm yeah. uh, sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> Clarence. Our, our boy there. <laughs> He's just drowning in them. Those yeah. Fate points. I think I used one last time, so I'm at 11 now. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Sounds about right. Yep. Sounds, sounds accurate. All right. So, um, how exactly do you invoke his curiosity? As I mentioned, it's more of like the subtle gestures. Um, I'm meeting his eyes and raising my eyebrows, looking at the door, and then I raise my hands. And it's more of like the come on gesture, like, Clarence, like, we're here. Look at this door. Who knows what's behind it? But I'm not saying any of that because it's kind of out of character for me. I just need to implore <laughs> his curiosity in this situation. Think about it, but don't I think about it, but think about it. Mm -hmm. I love that this is becoming more and more a buddy cop <laughs> kind of like scenario. Yeah. It's like, I'm taking you in, but we first have to go on an adventure where we become best friends. Yes. <laughs> who's the, the Simon whole... Pegg and who's the Nick Frost? That's all mm. I need to know. I was going to say who's the <laughs> Gerard Butler and who's the Jennifer Aniston in this situation. Get the fuck out, Ethan. Oh, terrible. <laughs> All right, uh, your curiosity is uh, is peaked, Clarence. Yeah, I figured it would be. <laughs> so I think more than anything, I, I'm definitely curious, but at the same time, like Giselle said, we had a lot of things to do, but at the same time, I'm just like, what's one more thing that we can get into trouble with at this point? So I, I roll my eyes, breathe a sigh, and then just slump towards the doors <laughs> I know what I'm doing I don't like it either <laughs> <laughs> so you're going towards the uh, the front office area that you correct were yes the, the the doors that Jada was motioning towards okay well you all make your way down the hallway again uh, but the other side this time and Honestly, it's not a whole lot different from your trip in the other direction. You're still hearing lots of noises coming from beyond the doors of people in various states of heightened emotion, and they are not having sex, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, Just get that out of the way. 
<laughs> just saying that right now. <laughs> I don't know. Is it a callback to something? I don't understand. Uh, what? Yeah. No. And you make your way to the set of doors. As you open them, they creak a little bit. And one of them is a little wobbly, but they open out onto this room. And for the size of the building, you'd expect the front reception area to be a little bit bigger than what it is. But this room is maybe maybe fit for like 15 people at most. You can cram that many people in, in here. Mm-hmm. But there's a bench. Like a, uh, there's actually a, it's, it's like a pew and there is a window, a frosted window. And on the other side is this marble-esque, I don't say marble-esque, it's, it's essentially, it's a statue. It's, it looks like it's made of marble. And the statue is of this... It's a person, pretty uh, androgynous, but they are also faceless. However, you step closer towards it, and you hear grinding start to occur, coming from where the statue is standing. You hear the grinding because it's kind of loud, and that sort of distracts you from what is going on right in front of your face and that the grinding is coming from its neck it's turning its head to look at you it's creepy and I love it uh is there a plaque this is terrifying thank you Clarence thank you I just roll my eyes is there a plaque um, you know, kind of on the base of the statue that might reveal some information about this creepy figure? So the there there isn't any signage. Uh, however, there is a, uh, a clipboard and uh, a pen that sits right in front of it and it, it's facing you. And the statue itself is kind of... Your view of it is cut off at the waist because it's standing there like a person normally would standing behind a reception desk. Wait, the statue is behind the reception desk? The statue is behind the reception desk. <laughs> like, okay, you imagine the, the, the person working at the reception desk. Yeah, it, it, that, that's a statue. The statue is working the reception desk. I've played enough scary games. Fuck all of this. <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't like it? I love it, but fuck it. Confused, right? <laughs> I'm going to cross my arms and just watch them turn their neck around until they face us. Okay. Uh, who Who's approaching? Is anyone actually approaching the, the desk itself or Hell you all no. just... <laughs> Giselle is firmly in the corner, pressed far away from this thing. It's fine. You, you guys go ahead. You can die first. It's fine. <laughs> Clarence, you going in with me? Yes. <laughs> I suppose. Okay. We'll approach it. The face of the thing, again, air quotes, because it 
doesn't have any facial features, uh, follows you both towards the, the, the desk as you approach. And you hear more grinding and scraping as it pushes the clipboard towards you. And there you can see a space where you are to write in your name and who you are making your penance to. And at the very top, it says, Welcome to the House of Penance. Gonna lean over to Clarence and whisper, Do you want to talk to them? I Can you ask them about what this house is exactly? Why do I have to ask? You're the one that's wanting to know. You're looking right at it. I'm a little bit... Look at, look at them. That looks like more. That doesn't look like paint. I can't look at them because they don't have a face. And also, part of why I'm a little intimidated. The um, statue, which stands at least a foot and a half taller than either of you, just tilts its head to the, to the side, waiting for you to finish your whatever conversation it is you're having. <laughs> I, I finally break away from the conversation and kind of like give a sheepish grin. I'm like. Sorry, we're uh we're new here. Uh what what do we do exactly? What is this place? You hear in the same the same voice as that figure that was clad in blue coming from the faceless face of the statue. You are to pay your dues. To whomever you need to. I got nothing. <laughs> what dues? What is the payment that these people pay? What's going on here? And I'm going to take a couple of steps forward and kind of place my hands on the desk. Payment depends on who you are owing to. For some, it is your joy. For others, it is your anguish. Hard to say to whom you owe, but I'm willing to bet you have plenty of all sorts to give. I... I still... Are people being hurt here? Is this legal? The statue leans into you and gets a little clo more, uh, a little too close for comfort and tilts its head. Legal. I do not understand. I, I thought not. It's whatever. And I'm going to turn around and start heading towards the exit. This place pisses me off. <laughs> so even though I didn't approach the statue, was I able to hear all that? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Like I said, this is a very small room. Okay. Just want to make sure it wasn't, like, whispering. No, no. Well, I mean, unless Clarence and Jada were, like, right in each other's ears with that conversation about... No. You know, not wanting to actually talk. No. Um, so I look at the uh, statue figure and uh, I, I think we're actually going to hold off. We'll make an appointment at a later date. So I think we're I think we're good. Think. Thanks. The statue stands uh, back up, uh, stands up straight again and pulls the clipboard back towards it. And it goes motionless again. Told you. Waste of time. All right, let's go. For the sake of expediency, um, I'll say that 
you make your way out and there is actually a uh station that isn't too terribly far a uh a, a train station that's not too terribly far from where you are i thought the mall was close like it was just around the block or two oh no 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 the woman that you talked to she said it was a ways away uh... but the like there it was it it was pretty hard to miss how to get there it, it Gotcha, it gotcha. was a straight direction. She was like, go this way for like a few kilometers and then make a left and you're there. Okay, cool. Um, however, uh, unless you all want to spend, you know, most of the day just walking. By all you could take the train that way. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. When we step outside. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Giselle, you wanted new shoes right more than and I look at myself in my evening cocktail dress that's a little grungy at this point <laughs> jacketless mm-hmm. I look at Clarence who is also jacketless looking a little rough and then I look at the Sleeveless. obvious officer <laughs> I think we could blend in a little better might make a better impression make people like us a little bit more since we're delivering a bomb our First appearance really is important. Yeah, sure. Let's be nondescript about it. That's fine. Would you rather make a big bang? We can keep wearing what we're wearing if you like. I was, I was talking about saying bomb, you know, in public, but sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the bomb? Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure no one cares. There are people passing you and yeah, they don't care at all. Whatever <laughs> like, to anything. They have no reaction whatsoever. Don't feed her that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Are we going to call Timothy or do we think that there's a better... I don't even know where this mall is. Giselle got the directions. We still have the directions? No, Giselle Giselle Uh, got uh, the directions. Haha! Bardic knowledge. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's see here. If we can find the metro or the the subway, if we could find the subway, I think I could get us there. Like a bloodhound for a good sale, you know? I will roll my eyes at that. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. And just because I'm curious. And because I want to. um, Can I get you to... uh, Giselle, can I yeah. get you to roll a clever to overcome making your way to the mall? Trying to remember and figure out your way through the streets to the metro, back out again to the mall. Making my way downtown. Walking mm-hmm. fast. Oh, I'm looking at a plus five. Hot damn. Yeah. <laughs> What's up okay. fucking around with that? <laughs> We're not going to get lost. Oh, good. <laughs> you ain't fucking been here before, but man, no one else would know that. <laughs> I hate looking like a tourist. Can't stand it. Yep. You uh, expertly navigate your way towards the the train. You catch one just before it leaves. And you all find yourself essentially at the foot of the mall before you know it. In large pearlescent letters, you see written out, The Agora of the First. With a Y? The Agora of the First. 
Thank you. Mm-hmm. I just like that we had to make Kyle come up with a whole mall. I know. <laughs> eh. DMing. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, sorry. It was okay. going to happen at, at some point. <laughs> As you... Uh, I'm assuming you all are going in anyway. Um, so, fuck anything that happens outside. <laughs> As you enter the mall, sights and sounds somewhat overwhelm the, sen- the sense of the... God damn it. As you enter the mall, the sights and sounds somewhat overwhelm the senses. It fades soon enough, though and the atmosphere becomes a comfortable chaos akin to the Magnificent Mile back in Chicago. The floor is tiled with square patterns of eggshell white, cornflower blue, and Pantone magenta. The walls, or what you can see beyond all the signage, is a stark white with navy trim. Floor align the main walkway with intermittent gaps for entry to the shops, and a few directories and benches dot the promenade. People rush past you with things in their arms, clothes over their shoulders, and occasionally, a child in tow. As you approach one of the directories, it shows that the mall is actually a fairly simple layout. It's the rough shape of a figure eight, with a couple avenues extending outward. Many shops, jewelers, and clothing stores are listed, but there are a few that stand out to you. The names that stand out to you are the Trim and Frill, which is, from what you can tell, a clothing shop. Eye on the Ball, which is a sports shop. Madame Chavez Curios for the Curious. And Indulgences to Get You By. In the middle of the crosslink of the eight is what looks like a area that seems to be set aside for your food court. Hey citizens, Kyle here. I'd like to take a minute to extend a personal thank you to a few of our Patreon folk. First, let me thank our, one of the cool kids, tier supporters, Jay, John, and Tyler. Y'all are the bee's knees. And then, how could we do what we do without our unusual impact supporters, Nate and Philip? You look pretty rad too, if I do say so myself. But even more astounding is our The Void Calls Back tier supporter, Violet Passion. Simply amazing. Thank you all so, so much. I can't describe how much it means to us that you all decided to back us. Now, in terms of what we do here on the Facades of Gods, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you haven't yet, please join our Discord to meet a lot of other cool, cool kids. Associated links in the show notes. Thank you for joining us. Tonight, we had... I'm Alex, and I play Giselle McNamara. You can find me on Twitter and any other social media at Roll for Alex. Bianca Zelda playing Officer Jada Jacques. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much any social media as at Bianca Zelda. 
my name is Ethan Schaub. I play as Clarence Bertram, and you can find me anywhere that matters with the sign E. Tay Schaub. I'm Kyle, and you can find me on Twitter at Lord Kyle K. This has been a No Show Radio production.